goddess hello 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 my gorgeous gorgeous goddess all right my love we are talking about healing trauma all right <laughs> and with that welcome 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 i am abiola abrams the founder of womanifesting university from unblockmyenergy.com unblockmyenergy.com it is Black Woman Heal Day. Yes, Black Woman Heal Day was founded by Lilada G. And you can follow her all over social media. And I first started participating in 2015, I believe, uh, which may have been the first year that she was doing this. And I think that this is so important. It is so critical to talk about our healing, our power, um, Aside from our strength, you know, we talk about the strong black woman. A lot of us grew up with the idea of strong black womanhood. But what I want to talk about today is a more nuanced version of black womanhood, black personhood. You know, black womanhood, when we think about strength and the idea of being a strong black woman, on the surface, it seems like a positive thing, right? Like, yeah, positive, strong black women. But in actuality, if that's the only view and the only idea that you have about yourself and about your personhood is that you're supposed to be strong all the time, then that is extremely damaging. And so the idea of the strong black woman is a myth. And here's why. You're human! <laughs> and so nobody is strong 100% of the time. Nobody should be strong or should be expected to be strong 100% of the time. Yes, as a survival mechanism, women of African descent around the world have had to hold things up when the sky was literally falling and be stiff upper lip, strong, press forward. But I'm urging for us to reclaim our humanity and not allow this idea to rob you of the full range of your human experience, the full range of your emotions. And that only comes when you're willing to give up that idea. Now I get it. Beyonce is all on my fight song playlist. Yes, I'm a survivor when I'm doing my kettlebells and whatnot. And yes, that is awesome. And that is amazing. And, you know, many of us need that power to be like, yeah, I'm a strong woman. I can do it. But again, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying you shouldn't be a strong woman. I'm saying that there that you have access to multi dimensions of experience. Okay. Let me give you an example of what I'm what I'm talking about. A long time ago, a few years ago, another lifetime, I was on a reality show and I had figured out what my character was going to be on this show. Yeah, reality shows aren't real if you haven't heard any heard. And I knew who I was and I was going to go on the show and I was going to be the bitch. That was the archetype that I was going to live into, which is if you know me, you know, it's the opposite of who I am. I I I I am a bitch often because <laughs> I'm human, but I that's not the root of who I am. I'm not a tough broad. I'm not a bitch. I'm not, yeah, I'm that bitch. That's just not me. 
right? But it's an archetype that I kind of lusted after because, you know, from the time that I was a kid, people were telling me I was sweet. You're sweet. She's so sweet. And that seemed boring to me. I didn't want to be that. I wanted to be the opposite of that. I wanted to be a bitch because that's what we see in, in um, you know, in media. Like, she's that bitch, you know. You know, I wanted to be that bitch. Yes. And so, you know, for this reality show, like, that's what I came up with. I had worked on it with my best friend, Crystal. And I had worked on it with my sister, Damali. And, you know, worked it with the producers. And yes, I was going to come through be that bitch yes on day one of the reality show guess who was the first person in the house crying this girl because yeah i'm a softie and i'm not a bitch i'm actually quite the opposite i'm a highly sensitive person highly sensitive person hsp is a diagnosis look it up yeah we don't need more diagnoses right but it helps to know what you're working with so the first assignment in this uh, reality show was like this thing where we walked past the men. Um, we walked past, the, we as women walked past this group of men who then made comments about us. And so the comments about me were like, yeah, she's cute, but she's fat, basically. <laughs> it was a little bit more cleaned up than that, but that was the gist of it. And I burst out crying because that hurt my feelings. This group of men sitting there basically talking about my body. And judging me, the fact that I had signed up for it was a whole different conversation. But work with me here. And when the show aired, you know, months later, black women, you know, on social media were like, what is wrong with her in, in forums? Because that back then it was just, there wasn't Instagram, of course. There was Twitter and Facebook um, and... Um, I think we had come out of MySpace already and forums, a lot of forums. And so black women on the forums were like, why was she crying? Why would she cry? I would have walked up to them. I would have punched them in the face. I would have slapped them. Who's going to be crying? What are you going to be crying for? Why were you crying? You know? <laughs> and it was interesting because when I read, you know, non-black uh, commentary, it was coming from a different place. Oh, I felt that. That was terrible. Oh, my God. I had the same reaction, blah, 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 blah. And it was almost as if, you know, as a black woman, that there's only one way to react. If somebody was saying to you, you know, basically, you suck or F you or whatever, the only way to react is walk up, punch them in the grill because you're a strong black woman. We got this, right? So that's what I mean when I say I want us to learn how to access and be comfortable with the full range of who we are because there are all kinds of trauma that we have experienced, that we deal with, that we have dealt with, that we continue to deal with. And until we are able to embrace our humanity, we're not going to, we're robbing ourselves and further traumatizing ourselves, all right? Um, there is some of the kinds of trauma, you know, there is, I'm gonna call it simple or lesser trauma, but in your body, it's still the same, you know? So it could be something like, you know, little embarrassing things like, okay, I, I remember, for example, when I was like a kid, like maybe about, I don't know, five, maybe. And I kept like 
making a scene in a <laughs> department store. Like I was like in Maisie's or wherever with my mother and we kept, and I was going around this thing and she kept telling me to stop and I didn't. And then she was like, you don't stop, I'm gonna go away. <laughs> I was like, whatever, like I was in my kid moment. And my mom, my mom's the best mom ever. She's not going away, she's not leaving me anywhere. She was, she went and like was standing behind a thing. And like for those like, I don't know, it seemed like I was a child so it seemed like forever, but maybe it was two minutes, maybe it was five minutes, I don't know. And I looked around and my mom was gone. I was like, oh my God, I'm abandoned. You know, my little childhood mind, however I said it, started crying, whatever. But yeah, I never did that again. So there are things that are, you know, smaller mini traumas that we experience, you know, um, can be things when you're older, you know, someone making fun of you on a light basis or whatever. There are traumas like being bullied, you know, like I was, like my family was for being from a different country. There are intense traumas like being raped, being beaten, witnessing other people being raped, beaten, abused physically or verbally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, right? So there's layers and levels. Then there are cultural traumas like 9-11 in this country, you know, um, I'm, I'm a New Yorker, so I remember smelling the city, smelling literally like burning steel and bodies for months, you know, or going on the bus or the subway afterward and everyone being just catatonic, numb, incredibly nice to each other, but numb. And that's what we do, you know, that's what our subconscious mind gifts us with often in order to deal with trauma, you know, avoidance, numbness, you know, a way to step back from it as a protective mechanism because you can't live intensely in any kind of like pain or you know trauma 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you would be a basket case. Yet we are doing that even when it's just below the surface. And then there's generational trauma, you know, which we have not dealt with. And so then it piles on, it piles on, piles on, we pass it down, right? Where we are daughters of slavery and rape and abuse and abandonment and fear and anger and all of these things which particularly you know as women as women you know when a girl child is born we carry all the eggs you're gonna have in your lifetime and so your great 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 grandmother or whoever experienced certain things like being enslaved or like like being sold or or selling your ancestors or whatever it was, selling your relatives, whatever the case may be, even if it was selling your enemies, being sold, selling or buying people, human trafficking, that is in your sense memory. It is in the memory of your body. It is in the memory of, you know, your, it's in your, it's in your body. It's in your womb. It's in your experience. And so, there is there are layers of things that we have to heal you know and a big part of healing starts with being able to face it and talk about it and talk about even the things that are ugly and i remember you know a long time ago you know <laughs> um probably around like the turn of the century right when I first started to be very immersed in this work, well, actually, no, that wasn't when I first started. I started to do this work um, in college and even before that a little bit. Um, but 
I had the belief that a lot of people do in the spiritual community and the self-help community that healing and self-help were the same thing, which you're not. And the reason why a lot of people may feel like, but I've been doing this work for years and why am I not there yet? First of all, there's layers, it's like an onion. And there's, you know, we, we, if you're looking for a hallelujah, I'm healed moment, you know, you're not, that's not what it's going to come to. It's an awakening and enlightening, appealing off the layers and, you know, um, stepping more and more into your joy and your power and claiming that and leaning and standing and dancing more in the light than you are in the darkness, right? But knowing that, you know, the shadow, if it is not dealt with, it will deal with you. Another myth is that, you know, leaning toward positivity, you know, or stepping into your power means just denying your feelings or blocking whatever um, pains you and thinking that, well, it's happy, happy, joy, joy. But again, you're human. And so you have access to and you should allow yourself to have access to the full range of your experience and your emotions. I know that a lot of people feel like if they go into it, they will never get out. I've heard people say that. I've heard friends say that. And that's not true. Trust yourself that you have to get these things out and deal with it. Another myth is the exact opposite. And it's the myth of like, okay, well, because you've been through something or your ancestors have been through something, that's where you've got to stay. And I call this actually in, in my last book in the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, I call this seeing the world through victim-colored glasses. A lot of us are guilty of this. I have been guilty of this in the past. If your lens is that of victimhood, then you're going to just see everything through that lens. And I'm not talking about... You can, you can see the world through a greater lens than victimhood even if you have been a victim repeatedly. You got that? There's a difference between having experienced being a victim and living your life as a victim. And claiming your power, guess which one, which where it is. It's in, it's in stepping away from learning how to, you know, go through that and claim and still know that you are, you know, rooted. Still know that you are powerful. Still know that you are attached to something greater. Still know that you are magical and beautiful and wonderful and fearfully and fearlessly and wonderfully made. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm going to break down like just a few different ways to that we can heal trauma and um the first thing that i would urge you because there are different kinds of trauma there's ptsd right that you can experience after a traumatic event there's grief so many of us are in intense grief grief can come from the end of a relationship or you know a death of course and there is a saying that the only way to the only way to it is through it and that applies across the board here you know there's also the saying when you're going through hell keep going that you have to literally move through it to get to the other side and I know that that sucks when you're in the middle of it you want to rush and get past that and get to where you're feeling well and the thing is that this is not linear you know uh, we want in this this world to, to feel like everything is linear. I start at point A, like a board game. Start at port, point A, make my way around. Come No, it may zig, it may zag. You may feel like you're healed. You may come back and be like, ooh, okay, I thought I was past that, but I'm not. And you feel triggered by something else. And 
that's okay. All of that is human, but you just keep going. You keep moving. You keep on, you know, loving yourself and doing the processes and doing the work and feeling the joy, you know, and taking responsibility for your own joy and healing. That's the key. And moving forward. I'm going to say that again. Take responsibility for your own joy and healing. That is the key. All right. So I'm going to urge you also, if you have experienced any kind of trauma, to get someone to work with you on this. You know, uh, another thing that a lot of us have is this feeling of, you know, you got to do it alone. You got to do it all by yourself because after all, you're a strong woman. You can do this. You got this. You're independent. You know, all the ladies independent, right? But you need help because you're human. <laughs> so a therapist, a counselor, um, a psychiatrist, uh, and that's somebody who's just going to prescribe you drugs. Um, although, you know, for some situations, drugs are, have their, their place, right? Um, a healer, you know, my sister Damali is a Reiki healer, a healer, a coach. Um, there are a myriad of ways that you could get help and support, a support group. I just urge you to just pick one, try one, you know, there is, now there are apps, there's talk, talk, talk space and joyable. Joyable is specifically for anxiety, and I believe that Talkspace is just a therapy, not just, but a therapy app, um, general therapy app. So you can do this from your own home. There are, uh, if you're dealing with addiction, there's any kind of anonymous you can imagine, you know, from Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous to Clutter Anonymous and Debtors Anonymous and whatever. So there is support there. So get it. Okay, now this is going to be a longer video because now I want to give you some tools. Um, and here is how you know that you are not healed. If you are, if you feel numb to your feelings, you are not healed. Um, and again, nobody is like, hallelujah, they're so healed. Every single person, the people we admire, the people that we watch on TV, the people we want to emulate or read their books, you know, these are all people who we all are human. So we're at different stages and states of brokenness. And a lot of us haven't gotten over things from our childhood. And then there is that child in you, that 12 year old, you know, that your dad left you or whatever, that is still making decisions for you. And that's why we want to get healed because we want to get free. And it's, again, peeling off a little bit at a time, letting go of a little bit at a time, and you just do the best you can where you are, you know? Do the best that you can where you are. Abandonment, that is also another big one, a parent leaving or a parent even being present, but being mentally, emotionally, physically, being mentally or emotionally or spiritually absent, even though they may be physically present, levels and layers, you are human, allow it. So, um, before I get into, you know, different processes that you could do, I want to just show you some books that for me have been healing and helpful. And I think that they would be helpful for you. So Iyanla Van Sant, you know, one day my soul just op opened up. This is a really great book, uh, because it has, you know, spaces where you can literally like um you know do like workbook exercise let me before I show you this what did I write back when I 
did this book. When was this? This was ooh, like around 2000. So after reading today's commentary, I wrote, I realized that being a caretaker with no boundaries is a crutch for feeling strong and in control by seeing others as weak. Ooh, young Abby Olaf was deep here with it. I don't even know what I was going through, but that is true. Being a caretaker with no boundaries is a crutch for feeling strong and being in control by seeing others as weak. If that's not appropriate to what we're talking about, I don't know what is. Then I wrote the key phrase I want to remember and work with today. The key phrases are drawing lines in the sand allows others to grow. So that was all about boundaries, which I was dealing with at that time and I'm still dealing with today, interestingly enough. Okay, Succulent Wild Woman by Sark. This is really, really Sark's work. If you don't know her, she's amazing. The two of them, they're like the OGs. Like these, like works by them, you know, shifted me. Um, this book by this chick, Sacred Bombshell Handbook by Abiola Abrams, wherever you buy books. This is specifically about food, but this is a great book, Women, Food, and God by Janine Roth. And again, Ian Levansant, The Value in the Valley. Debbie Ford, the late, great Debbie Ford, for dealing with your shadow, Dark Side of the Light Chasers. Very, very powerful book. And The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. This is a day book, just something inspirational to read every day. Really, really good. And, of course, my African Goddess Affirmation Card deck, available at shop.sacredbombshell.com. All right, so here are some of the things that you can do if you are experiencing trauma, um outside of, you know, going for help, what you're going to do, right? Yes. Yes. All right. Um, scanning your body is really powerful because the first thing that you want to do is learn how to feel your feelings. When we have issues with any kind of avoidance of our feelings or any kind of addiction uh, from overeating to drugs to alcohol to workaholism to internet addiction whatever it is um i have friends who can't be alone they can't go home like you can't i was gonna say you can't get rid of them but you know like when they're hanging out like they don't feel comfortable with themselves you know all of that is because we're trying to numb or avoid our feelings you know and so the first key is allow yourself to feel your feelings when you would go for avoidance, feel your feelings, right? Feel what is it that you're feeling? And you can do this exercise called scanning your body where you start with your feet, you know, and scan all the way up to your crown chakra, asking each part of your body, what am I feeling? You know, you can journal on it. Journaling is also very, very powerful. It has been transformational and healing for me, right? So allow, but allowing yourself to feel your feelings, that is rule number one. Then there is excavation, digging things up, you know, and you feel like, you know, I know my, people like my mom, you know, are like, why you got to dig things up? Let it all stay down there. No, you got to dig it up because whether or not you are dealing with it, it is dealing with you. So you're not fooling anybody by fooling yourself. You're not lying to anybody by lying to yourself, right? And so you got to just, you got to dig this stuff up. Excavation, um, again, journaling or having a practitioner that can walk you through this is great. Um, my girl Janine, I interviewed her. Let me find Janine's last name because she is amazing. 
Uh, she has a process, Janine. Let me just Google Janine Sacred Bombshell because <laughs> I interviewed her and I know she's on the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love. So let me see. All right, here is, okay, of course, a whole lot of stuff about me came up. Dr. Janine Staples. Dr. Janine Staples, she has great stuff on how to excavate, how to get to the bottom of what it is that you're feeling. And she has a great book on it as well. All right. Then there is also movement. Yeah. So movement, you know, either get into a dance class, work out, whatever it is. Movement, tears, and voice. Movement, tears, and voice will help you to move emotions through your body. Movement, tears, voice, scream it out, shout it out, you know. Get it out. Get it out of your body. It's all in there. It's all in there. You got to get it out. So move, move, move. All right? Movement, tears, voice. Got it? Yes. Move it out. Cry it out. Scream it out. As often and as much as you need to. EFT, emotional freedom technique. Uh, if you don't know, this is something that I've been a big advocate of, has been healing and transformational for me. And I have EFT videos. You can Google Abiola EFT or just search on my YouTube channel um, and or in my Facebook videos and find them. All right. EFT emotional freedom technique, which is literally tapping um, through your meridians. So it's like acupuncture, which is like needles, but this is acupressure. And there are specific meridians that we tap on and we repeat what we are dealing with until we work through it. Okay really good um because healing what is healing healing is coming into alignment with yourself healing is coming into alignment with your real self not the projected self not the ego self the the true self which is you know one of light and power and joy and magic you know that is who you really are anything else is a lie and a fabrication yes um there's a saying that your personality I had a lot of sayings in this conversation, right? Your personality is what you created to get out of childhood alive. Think on that. All right. And so then the the last tool that I want to share is speak on it. Speak on it. People will want you to silence yourself and not talk about it. You know, speak on it. If that if the way you express yourself is through, you know, your writing or, you know, verbally or whatever it is, speak on it. Tell your truth. Tell your stories. Tell say this happened to me. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. All right. I know people that I adore for a fact who are blocked because they don't want to tell their truth because they don't want to, you know, a friend of mine, she said, I don't want to hurt my family. You know, um, <laughs> there's a writer who says, if people wanted you to write about them better, they would have treated you better. Um, you don't have to be that harsh about it. But, you know, tell your truth. Tell your truth, even if it's agonizing, even if it makes you, it hurts you. It hurt me to my core to share some of the things I shared in the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, but I had to speak my truth. And if other people have another truth, let them write on and speak on their truth. You can only speak on yours and your experience, okay? So, all right, those are some tools to help you to continue or begin your journey of moving through your trauma, your pain, your PTSD. And pain is a part of life. 
you know our emotions are a beautiful gift to us to let us know how in alignment we are with our truth ourself our strength and our power and yes we are strong but yes we are also human and my sensitivity that I once saw as a weakness I now see as my superpower because it allows me to have to be an to have the empathy to be an empathetic badass and for that i am so grateful yes <laughs> all right so happy 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 day of healing to you know that you are more powerful than you can imagine and that includes your full range of everything you have experienced up until this point everything that you will experience you are magic See it, know it, believe it, trust it. Namaste. Oh, I have a free course. Go to unblockmyenergy.com. Free course on getting unblocked, getting unstuck. All right? Now. <laughs> Namaste.